Welcome to the Maximize You.life podcast on the pathway to lead a more balanced, happier and fulfilled life. As you know, Maximize You.life is an AI-powered tech platform to maximize potential and customize your growth journey. In this podcast, we cover all aspects of life, impact, productivity, quality relationships, communication, leadership and so much more. Lead the life you deserve and the potential you have in you to maximize. If you have any questions, please reach out and visit our website at MaximizeU.life or send us an email at info at MaximizeU.life. Enjoy the podcast and thanks for listening. Hi everyone, it's Sal Sally. Thank you for listening. This is a continuation of our Authentic Manhood series that we've been talking about. And today we're going to talk about a man and his marriage. Now marriage is a very important relationship and no relationship deserves more focus, attention and care than marriage. It is, however, a true paradox because marriage provides the potential for great joy and at the same time great pain. Too many people feel as though they are stuck in their marriage. They are not thriving or growing and perhaps even struggling and dying. Why is that so difficult for us to have a healthy, happy marriage? Well, let's dig into that at this episode. 50% of all first-time marriages end in divorce, usually within the first seven years. For second-time marriage, it goes up to over 70%, which end in divorce. As a result, to avoid the pain of marriage, people simply live together, enjoying the short-term benefits. When things break down, they move on to a new relationship. It's very easy to break something, very difficult to keep it working, and it's not, nobody promised that it was going to be a bed of roses and only everything was going to be hunky-dory. That was not promised, so that is not a realistic expectation. So there are many long-term benefits of a healthy relationship and healthy marriage, longer life expectancy greater physical and mental health, faster recovery from illnesses, and generally a greater experience of joy and happiness. If we dig into this, and as you know, Maximize You is all about uh, leading and enabling people to lead a more happier, balanced, and fulfilled life, a life with more control, freedom, and peace of mind. A happy marriage and a good marriage can do a lot to help lead that balanced life. Let's dig into the origins of marriage. The divine origin of marriage was in Genesis. It was God's idea. It was not man's creation. It was created and defined by God in the beginning. And one man with one woman for life. God said, it is not good for man to be alone. 
and that is why he created a helper suitable for man. The differences between man and a woman was intentional. This was God's design. God created and custom designed women to be equal and complement a man. The woman was co-created to co-rule the earth with the man. And God intended man to leave his parents at home and to cling to his wife. This is the whole concept of leaving and cleaving, where you bond physically, emotionally and spiritually with your wife, and two bodies become one. The purpose of this is to lead your own family and to cling to your wife, to enter into a covenantal relationship, the deepest bond in life to nurture and cultivate. So, a good marriage is all about fidelity, wholehearted commitment, sacrifice and permanence. Don't take your cues about marriage from popular culture or television or the internet or society. Every marriage is different. It's about sacrificial love. It's about putting yourself second and the other person first. And it's about servant leadership. Paul Tripp, a famous author and somebody that has a lot of experience with relationships and marriage said, so many destructive things are brought into a marriage by each party. It's based on your upbringing, the experiences you had, maybe your parents' marriage, and if that didn't work, you obviously come with certain predilections and proclivity and perceptions about marriage when you enter into it. The joy of relationships and the excitement of intimacy creates a false person during the dating process. The true person eventually emerges. Many people say that, I don't know who I married, because when I was dating, the person seemed like a different person. Do not enter into a relationship, even at the dating stage, with any kind of falsehood or any mask that you're wearing. Be real, be authentic, and give the other person the opportunity to say no, because you cannot build a relationship on a lack of trust and honesty, and that is so critical. If you really think about it, it's critical to have realistic expectations. The ultimate purpose of marriage is not to find happiness, but or identity but holiness if you think about it it's about a broken person being married to another broken person and both living in a broken world is it all doom and gloom absolutely not however it's important to know that the ultimate purpose of marriage is not human happiness not identity or purpose it is for holiness the radical transformative process to help us change for the good, to bring an end to one's own selfishness. So let's look at God's design for marriage. There have generally been three different approaches exhibited in human history. The first one 
which is the traditional approach, which is the top-down marriage, where the husband is the dictator, he centers around his needs and his goals, and it's a win-lose relationship. The husband wins, the wife or the spouse loses. Needless to say, this doesn't work. The second is the identical marriage, where it's all about equality, fairness, and sameness. This is an overcorrection for the shortcomings of a top-down marriage, because in the identical marriage, nobody's really leading the relationship. And that's why that's going to falter as well. The third and the most optimal marriage is the side-by-side marriage, where there is equality, fairness, and sameness. However, there is room for leadership and God-intended differences between a husband and a wife. Sometimes the easiest thing to do is to sit down and ask the spouse, what is it that they want you to do? Many times men think that they should do certain things which will make the spouse happy, but actually those make the spouse unhappy. So don't assume that you know what the spouse wants. Ask them. And then you will understand where and what your spouse's love language is and what your love language is, and then you can build on that. You've got to invest in each person. You've got to invest and give grace and fill up the emotional cup. If you keep taking out from the cup, then it's going to eventually get empty, and that's not good. The other mistake people make is they swipe things under the rug and they don't address it. That, again, is not recommended because you've got to address the problem. Don't let the sun go down on disagreement. So if you think about it, man's primary role is to lead the relationship and that's demonstrated via love. The woman's primary role is to submit to the relationship. However, please remember, this is demonstrated via respect and submission is not oppression. There is a big difference between the two. And nobody is saying that the woman has to be under the man. That's not ex- not at all what's being said. For husbands, headship is a divinely appointed and designed role. It is a divine role based on God's plan. It is to provide responsible servant leadership. So let's dig into this. A servant leader, it is a divine appointment. Take the initiative. Take responsibility. Lead over the key aspects of your marriage, whether that is financial leadership, spiritual leadership, emotional leadership, or providing a legacy for your, for your kids. The key word here is the word servant, to love and serve your wife as modeled by Christ. There, it must be other-centered and not self-centered. This is key. Okay, all healthy marriages are built on and around grace. More grace, lots of grace, tons of grace. Most wives are looking at their husbands to take a leadership role. But many husbands are not doing that. So take your ownership, take your position, be accountable and lead. But lead with love and empathy and kindness instead of dictatorial or a superiority 
mindset. That is not going to work. Also, submission does not mean that your wife has to be a yes person. It's not something a man demands from his wife. The wife must desire to freely give submission. It does not mean an enabler of wrongdoing. You know, respect is not commanded, it is earned. And it is earned due to your daily actions and your daily behaviors. So if you've done something in the past which causes your spouse to not respect you, then that's a problem. You have to overcome that by correcting your behavior and investing in the relationship. It's a daily affair. I don't want to sound all pessimistic about it. A marriage, a good marriage, can be absolutely wonderful. But you need to invest in it. You need to work at it. And there are going to be days when it's going to be really difficult. And you want to quit, don't do that. It's easy to quit, but if you stick at it, and you put the other person first, and you recognize that it's not about keeping score. It's about living with your spouse with understanding. Easier said than done, but so critical. This is Sal Sally. I wanted to do this quick podcast about what goes into a healthy marriage and the criticality of building and investing in that relationship. If you have any questions, please visit us at MaximizeYou.life or send me an email at coach at MaximizeYou.life. And we'd love to get your feedback, get your comments, and thank you for listening. Take care.